This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only, and it is not meant for substitution or replacement of professional medical or health advice. This podcast may contain explicit language, taboo topic, controversial ideas, and triggering points of view. So we invite you to respect what is being shared, even if you don't agree. If you resonate with anything is being shared in today's show, please feel free to apply it into your own life. If not, we invite you to let it go. Welcome to the Mastering Life, Relationship and Intimacy podcast with Lucia Gabriela, a sacred space which means it's free of judgment, where we come together to learn and explore how to awaken, unleash, and unlock our inner master self. These podcasts feature experts in topics of life, relationship, and intimacy. In life, we will explore topics on health, wellness, nutrition, fitness, yoga, and spirituality. In relationship, we will explore topics on self-love, being single, dating, online dating, romantic partnership, marriage, uncoupling, divorce, parenting, polyamory, family and work relationship, and money. In intimacy, we will explore topics on tantra, sacred sexuality, eros, conscious adult entertainment, kink, and BDSM. I am your host, Lucia Gabriela, a relationship and intimacy coach, integrative somatic therapist, tantra facilitator, speaker, co-author, and founder at Nuna Holistic Retreat Center in Sarasota, Florida, where we offer integrated therapies for individuals and couples to awaken, reignite, and embrace their true power. To learn more about any of my transformational coaching and somatic experiences, immersion weekend, and couples retreat, go to www.luciagabriela.com. And today's conversation is about going all out for love is never a bad thing with Arturo Santos Jr. Arturo is a creative and hardworking writer born just outside of New Orleans. He's the author of the book All Out for Love, A True Story of Breakup, Quest, and Redemption. Arturo is a believer in growth and development, enjoys traveling and exploring new cultures, Additionally, he likes sport and is very close to his family. His writings include poems, fiction, and non-fiction works. So welcome back to another amazing episode. And today we're so excited to have Arturo Santos with the whole conversation around going all out for love is never a bad thing. I'm really excited about to hear um uh, about his new book and also about these pitfalls and poison of the modern dating culture. It's a really yummy conversation for everyone out there who is dating, uh, who also want to put themselves out there, but they have these fears. So I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today, Arturo. So tell us more about this. Yeah, looking forward to it. So, well, so grateful, first of all, for the invitation and happy to be here to, to talk to everybody a little bit about it. And, uh, yeah, so I'll just kind of just dive right in a little bit about myself, you know, kind of originally from, you know, New Orleans. I currently live in Florida. And uh, a few years ago, I was really kind of blessed in, in a really natural way to have, you know, uh, taken what was a journal in which I captured basically um, 
you know, uh, uh, my own story of how I was dating this particular girl and then uh, broke it off with her and then went through this kind of awakening or this kind of, uh, you know, uh, I guess, you know, shuffling of my life and realizing, wait a second, I messed up. I need to go back and win her back. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, this, the, my book, All Out for Love, is a true story of how I did this over-the-top quest to win back the girl that I had lost. And I think in that journey, I, I learned so much. And I think that maybe more so than ever, it kind of applies to, you know, what I have observed in the dating world and in the dating culture and kind of, uh, uh, it's, 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 it's just as prevalent as ever and stuff like that. So I hope to dive in with it, you know, dive, dive into it with you. Awesome. So, I am so excited to have the conversations when it comes to dating because um, even myself, like I'm in the dating platform, you know, and it's really interesting to put yourself out there and, you know, the fear that comes from people like um, to put yourself authentically out there, like what to say, what not to say and all this thing. So it's really, really fascinating. It's like dating 10 years ago online or 20 years ago online was maybe 15 years ago online were totally different dating today online it's such a uh, a different conversation it feels like we always have to be updated to what's actually happening online so me dating seven years ago you know (laughs) eight years ago in new york is totally different online to we're dating here in florida it's such a different culture different evolution <laughs> yeah like... exactly there's so there's so many elements to it right and i think that that's what kind of you know throws some people off so you know and 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 ultimately even one's mindset into going into it mm-hmm. varies from person to person right but what what i kind of caution and i i wonder and i and i'm concerned with sometimes is how basically you know whether it's the dating apps as well as the dating platforms and just the variety of different avenues that one can find in the dating world, right? My concern is that let's say people go into it with a, a, a pretty decent, you know, pretty pretty uh, positive, you know, attitude. But my concern becomes when these varieties of, of ways to connect to people, whether it's Bumble or uh, Plenty of Fish or Tinder or coffee meets bagel or the or the online platforms like match or eHarmony when those things start to basically uh highlight or speed up or even sometimes encourage some negative behaviors that's Mm -hmm. where i'm so concerned right so what i mean by you know and 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 so when 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 one goes into those and 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 has the uh the the variety of different avenues i'm just concerned with people saying Oh, okay. So I can be selfish in this process by saying, "Oh, if if someone doesn't meet my exact, you know, uh, criteria or my exact um, uh, qualifications, then that person's not good enough." So, so hopefully we can kind of dig into like what those different negative, you know, spaces of, of people's mindsets are and how they kind of just feed ego and ultimately lead to to bad results and stuff because it's so 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 bad. I think in, in the long run. Yeah. So before we dive into the mindset, uh, you were mentioning that in your journey, you learn a couple of uh, interesting things. What would be the one thing that you feel that you learned the most? Yeah. So, you know, and and I guess kind of connected to this, the, the negative part is the positive, right? So what I took away from it is, 
you know, I had to be more selfless, right? So, mm-hmm. so contrary to trying to just seek out a result that ultimately benefits me, you know, I learned, I think, in that journey of trying to uh, go all out, but more so even now in the relationships since then of how beneficial it is to think in terms of, you know, empathy and, you know, sharing or consideration or um, just putting myself in the other person's shoes and not necessarily starting from what I desire, but rather, you know, considering the other person. And I think that both in the journey that I went through that I speak about in the book and more so in the years since then, it's been such a big, you know, point of growth for me is that huge consideration. And I think it's made all the difference in my relationship since mm-hmm. is that very, very important point of, of not necessarily just saying, oh, what do I want? What do I want? You know, that person's not good enough for me because of X, Y, or Z, or, mm-hmm. you know, they don't match up with me because of this, that, or the other. It's like, wait a second, let me, let me first start with, you know, how can I be of help? How can I be of service? How can I be caring? How can I be kind? You know, and then in turn, positive things happen so yeah because one of the biggest things that i like to share uh with our community especially even when we work with clients is that when you start looking at yourself from the energetic angle energetic perspective your energy influenced the other person so if you're going to come with this armor around and just be like with this very high expectation and attachment to high expectations and you don't give yourself permission to just be totally vulnerable in aspect of like your heart is open, your mind is open, um, and then you can influence the other person that you're dating. You you give yourself permission to be authentic, which influence other people to be authentic with themselves. So I love what you mentioned is the aspect of being selfless, and when we really tap into that, we invite others to do the same for themselves. Exactly. And, you know, so so like now what I see in, and in speaking with friends and, and, and family members and different people that are especially, you know, in the age range of, you know, anywhere from like, uh, you know, early mid 20s to late 30s or mid 40s or something like that. Uh, uh, the, what I what I what I see, what I see is a, the tendency to gravitate to the opposite of that. Right. So because, you know, you can, you can literally be on a date with someone and halfway through the date, if someone steps aside or whatever, maybe use the bathroom or whatever, you're already firing up your dating app, looking at the next possible match because it's not going quite right on the first date. Mm-hmm. Or someone, you know, might be seeing someone, you know, half, you know, for half a month or a month or whatever, and they're like, oh no, I'm already finding frustrating things. This isn't going to work out. This isn't for me. Let me go ahead and look for somebody else. Or, you know, at, at the at the very first beginning signs of any type of of differences of opinion it doesn't even have to be big things maybe just inconveniences or miscommunications or or little nuances that result from possibly just not knowing the person well enough everybody wants to run for the hills and say oh that's it it's not going to work out this person's not for me mm-hmm. you know the heck with them or whatever but honestly if it if it begins from that if it, if it, if it's all stemming from that then then that that in in my opinion sometimes shows way too much you know, self-centeredness, way too much selfishness, not enough open-mindedness, you know, um, not enough awareness. Because, you know, sometimes if, if we're just so quick to try to just find another potential match, then then it's, it's, it's coming from 
uh, a, a place of like the ego or other places that might, might not necessarily be as, as positive or conducive uh, to, to growth and to, to more development and stuff to try and get to know somebody. And, and ultimately, I mean, even just a, a date in particular isn't necessarily the most, you know, fun thing and an easy thing to do. You know, we're on a date and it's like you got to show, you know, who you are and how you do it. And it's a different person and the rules and this and that. So even that in and of itself can be complicated enough, you know. So yeah. it's tough, though. It's tough for sure. It's definitely when we come from a place of that understanding that whoever we meet in our life, it could be a date, a relationship of one hour to the relationship of 10, 20, 30 years, is is, is such a beautiful gift that we have as human beings to be able to do the deepest inner work that we must do. And when you mention in the aspect of like, oh, we find little things here and there, it's actually a reflection of how we actually going within ourselves and how much work are we allowing ourselves to do for ourselves to take care of the part of ourselves that we are misjudging, the part of ourselves that we're not treating nice, the part of ourselves that are not really um, feeling love and compassion. I know, so it's like looking for those. Um, you know, like those illusions and pick on those things and try to uh, look for the next person, go next. Um, it can also show, like you were mentioning, like in my perspective, it, it kind of shows a little of a lack of self-work because the moment that you become in tune with your own self-work, you come from a place of compassion and empathy, understanding in your depth that the other person also going in their own journey of growth and evolution, and you become a little more patient of what they actually is going with them. But I would like to say, too, like, and I have to be clear with our community, too, because I'm always speaking on this, is it's great to create a journey where we can meet somebody and uh, we can understand and grow together, but it's really important also to see the red flags when it comes to a person who's toxic. And mm -hmm. sometimes that, you know, I would like to invite there, um, you have to become really aware when you tap into somebody who are already in a very toxic environment because, you know, you're not going to go in any relationship, even on dating, to try to fix anyone. So I would like everybody to be conscious in this conversation today that what we're sharing here today are going to be great tools with the individuals that you feel um, that, you know, they're going to enhance your life, they're going to help you to enhance your life and your journey. And at the same time, you become aware that you're not going on date with people who are toxic. What would you like to say on that? Oh, so true. And so, and, and that, and exactly. And kind of what you're saying, like, uh, I'd like to speak on the point of when, when you kind of, um, I guess, sharpen, right, your awareness and you're able to sit there and uh, be in those situations and you hear that voice or those those kind of nagging little, you know, icicles that kind of go into your head about, oh, no, this person's not right or, you know, because of this, that and the other, you know, you can because it's because we're not on autopilot. 
We're not just machines that are just kind of going automatically. So if those things happen, one can sit there, slow yourself down and stop and then literally just stop those kinds of thoughts because you're right. Like we, we can control, you know, what we think. We can control how we feel. We can control who we choose and how we spend time and our actions, most importantly. And that's kind of where, you know, I would encourage everyone to sit there and have a more positive outlook on things. Be open. You know, even if you, 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 you go out and you, you're in a good place and everything and you meet someone and for whatever reason, maybe it doesn't necessarily match up. But what can you take away from that experience mm-hmm. to make it a positive thing? And more importantly, you know, open yourself to the opportunity to really get to know people from not just like a superficial level of just a casual conversation, but really get to understand what their story is. You know, there's a beautiful quote that says, if you hear someone's story, there's not any person in the world that you can't love. And I think that, you know, there's there's so much beautiful things about every single person in this entire planet, mm-hmm. right? We're not, we're not all here for just no reason, I don't think. And so, you know, when, when you really get to that and you really actually come from that standpoint, uh, then, then there's nothing you can't take away from some type of an exchange with someone. And that eliminates, right, that eliminates that selfishness, that, that type of uh, ego-centered um, uh, uh, attitude that results in behavior that are not necessarily conducive to growth, right? Because you're closed off if you sit there and say, that person's not a good fit for me, that person's not a good fit for this or that or the other and everything. So you open yourself up to actually learning, to growing, to developing yourself with these different interactions with the different people. And ultimately, little by little, I think, go into uh, the things that are conducive to a more healthy, wonderful relationship that might even eventually involve in love, which, which is empathy, consideration, you know, sharing, caring, kindness, trust, honesty, and, and so much more. And ultimately, you know, those those more stronger, positive aspects, uh, I think, resemble so many of the things that occur in nature that occur over large periods of time, right? Like you see a beautiful lake and a river or a mountain that form. These are things that takes, you know, massive amounts of time. You see forests and how they develop and the diversity that they have, whether it's the insects or the animals in them or the plant life or whatever takes time right similarly mm-hmm. you know if you if, if you truly seek something of worth and of, of, of value and ultimately love it's something that takes time you know for it to develop and you, when you go into it with the right awareness and the right attitude you know it's it's it's, it's bound to happen for sure even in this dating world <laughs> yeah so let's talk about the mindset that you were so excited to talk about um when it comes to the the new age of you know, in the dating world, like, what are the mindset? What do you feel? Yeah, let's talk about that because there's so many mindsets that are really not productive <laughs> at all. Right, for sure, for sure. So, so one thing, you know, it's that whole like uh, instant gratification that I think is such a mm-hmm. powerful uh, force. I think currently, right? I mean, you have a plethora of different dating sites, and every single one of them, right? You've got the phone, and you can just swipe, 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 swipe. But ultimately, it's it's very superficial, not based in the most valued things that you can have in life, right? And so, you know, they're, they're, the, the mindset that, like, you know, someone has to fit in a, in a particular category or of a particular style or a particular height or a weight 
or maybe it's, you know, particular values of this or that, or maybe it's religion, maybe it's, you know, where they're from, maybe it's the language that they speak or whatever, whatever. We want to box people in to these little, you know, little categories and say, okay, they fit this, they fit this, they fit this, they fit this, but they don't fit this. Okay, no, no good. Mm. But, but, but love cannot possibly flourish, in my opinion, in that type of mechanical, constructed, contrived way to sit there and consider things. Mm -hmm. Why not instead, you know, open oneself up to say, you know, I'm not sure, you know, exactly what those boxes are supposed to be. Or more importantly, I can, I can actually accept someone and love someone, even if they don't, you know, match up exactly what my entire mindset is, you know, and, you know, some people have said, Oh, you know, love happens when you're least looking, you know, for it. And I think that kind of touches on those type of ideas that in other words, we can't control, you know, how things flows. You can't control how things happen, and 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 it's all very, it, it it happens organically and in a way that's beyond sometimes even what we can comprehend. But if you go into a positive attitude and you think about it in terms of developing yourself and where are you as a person? Are you open? Are you you know healthy in regards to emotional, physically, and spiritually? You know, mentally uh, able to, to to share with another person. What can you give? Not necessarily what can you just get. Instead of just mm-hmm. saying, oh, you know, this person, you know, what are they going to do for me? Match, match, match. No, they don't match. Blah, blah, blah. Come through it from a different standpoint. It, it counters some of those things, I think. Yeah, it's one of the things about dating, um, online dating, is it's really not personal at all. And it's like, and you get to the point that you end up being so many platforms and because there's not real connection, so you keep looking, looking, like, you know, I'm, like, exploring right now, I'm, like, testing everything right now, like, all the dating apps, and actually even a website that, um, are not for the common person, because as I'm, like, polysensual, you know, I even go to dating sites for, like, polysensual people, and you also find the weird stuff, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's <laughs> not polysensual, that's called cheating, it's <laughs> just, <laughs> like, and, you know, even on dating on uh, website where uh, there's, like, arrangement, mutual arrangement, and there's, like, become now a transaction, and I was like, okay, that's this different story. <laughs> but, man, I interview and I talk to people and I have conversations that really it, it blows my mind away. It's like, whoa, this is so, like, what actually is happening, what really is happening with, behind the app and the scenes, like, because I'm a polycentral and like I'm a you know I'm a teacher in these realms and also you know tantra practitioner facilitator. My experience, this is a disclaimer. My experience is totally different than anyone out here <laughs> because I am from my experience. I am not having fun even though I'm just exploring because it is painful. I don't find that real connection and I'm a kind of like person that I'm all about real connection, real intimacy, and other super sugar coating things that like sure. you know, Arturo was saying, like the boxes. Um one of the biggest things I did when I went out creating my profiles was um I have my my, my group, my team, like my uh the people that I always like my friends, right? And sure. Sure. But they're more than my friends. They're like my in my right hand side and everything. Like your you family, know, basically. like my yeah. 
Yeah, like I, you know, throw ideas out there and feedback, and they're my accountability partners. Put it this way, like the people around me, they always keep me accountable and make sure, sure. that boom. And I would, when I was creating this, uh, you know, dating app uh, profiles, I was trying to create a profile that was going to be likable for people sure. to see what I was going to attract. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was not going to be the way to go <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because I would not attract the people that I really want to hang out and have a competition with. Right. Because my little in my, when you read my, uh, bio profile is profound it's like very philosophical the way that i am who i am so because of that that's kind of like a filter for me and it brings people and men who are really interested to have real conversations right and it filters out the individuals that they just want to be they just like that what i call the window shopping right exactly Exactly. And and I think that's a huge thing. Like, that's a great thing to share. Two things, right? One that you said is you've got to try to be as authentic to yourself as possible. Mm-hmm. Because who are we kidding? You are who you are, and you're going to be you, and you only have you to basically showcase. And that's a wonderful thing. And I think that sometimes there is that hesitancy or maybe even fear for one to actually represent who he or she really is and actually put yourself at who you truly are out there because they say, oh, maybe I should be more generic or more this or that or like somebody else or this or that and I'm going to include this and that and stuff like that. And even even like filters, for example, think about it. Few people nowadays actually just put their real picture on there. It's like, oh, it's a picture, but it's like a different filter and then with the lighting right and this and that. But we're beautiful enough as we are. We are wonderful enough as we are in real living color and stuff. And so, you know, putting the true self on there is, you're laughing because you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, because you like have more warm color right now because you're NVIDIA, you have warm color. I'm like more pale. I'm like, yeah, I have to look for the freaking good lightning over here. <laughs> what are you talking about? Lightning is everything. You know about this. <laughs> where well, where but... have you been in the past 50 years? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, and that's the thing about it. You know, it's like, where, you know, where do we draw a line? But it's so, it's so true, you know, and, and, and ultimately, to and that's the second thing right like you put so you put your thought yourself on there and no no doubt no doubt there will be people that are literally like you say just window shopping right mm-hmm. it's just a frivolous activity where they're just trying to see like you know maybe you know superficial connection but they would never be able to really connect and penetrate and actually really um yeah connect with you for example on a deeper level because you don't seek that you have put forth you know the deeper conversation that you enjoy the deeper ideas and ideologies and and the deeper uh, view on the world that you really want to enjoy and have a partner to talk to speak of and so you know and 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 how does how do you penetrate that through the technology of of all of it you know that's 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 one of the riddles i think of, of of modern dating is that you know how do you how do you connect to somebody real and authentic and, and, and open and aware and of the like mind, but through these technological things that are, that are not necessarily indicative of like the organic and the, the, the feelings and the emotion. It's just, it's just like computer screens and digital pixels and everything. And it's just, it's so different. But, but I think if you approach it from the standpoint of a real wholehearted, you know, uh, uh, awareness within and from 
you know, goodness and uh, the things that will ultimately lead to growth and development of yourself and, 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 and how do you give and share your own love or your own journey or, 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 or all the kindnesses that you have in your heart, then I think you can never go wrong as long as you stay true to those things, you know, hence, you know, why even, I mean, without giving the whole story away of my, my book of all out for love, it doesn't necessarily end in a way that one would hope a love story ends. Right. And so that taught me that even though you can quote unquote do uh, go all out for love and, and, and do everything that you that you want to try to achieve a result, it might not necessarily end up in the way that you originally intended. But just because it doesn't doesn't mean that it's not a valuable lesson or something good that can come out of it. Hence, like the dating world, even if you go into it, you know, with good things you know, might not always turn out that way, but if you always stay true to the reason why you've done them, then you can't go wrong. Yeah. Authenticity yeah. to me is like one of the greatest, you know, key, I mean, especially when it comes to uh, dating. Um, yeah. In authenticity comes from a place of like really getting to know yourself and give yourself full permission to be you. You know, there's no authenticity when you don't know much about yourself and you just think that you're just one plane, where actually where you're multi-plane. Um, that's not a level of authenticity that really is going to radiate more when, you know, when it comes to like attracting, and attracting an amazing, incredible partner into your life or anything in your life. So I definitely, definitely love to encourage people uh, to really get to know themselves really, really, really well, all aspects of themselves, the, you know, the light and the darkness, the, you know, the spicy part, the sour part, whatever, rock the boat, <laughs> you know, really, really get to know yourself very, very well, so you can really say, oh, yeah, this is my authentic self, because I know myself very well, and I will be able to attract somebody that um, it would dance with me in this journey of relationship. Um, awesome. So we're talking about integratification, and I totally am with you. Uh, it's one of those mindsets that it's not just we find it in our relationship when it comes to dating, but we find it in, in all aspects of our relationship, even when we marry or when we, you know, um, we in a what do you call it, oh, 10, 20, 30, 40 years marriage, you know, that, you know, that, that mindset of integratification in our relationship, I believe that is a toxic mindset that we should do some scrubbing <clears throat> and get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> now get rid of it, but exactly. to just, just transcend it, you know, uncreate it, destroy it. <laughs> right, yeah, because, think, because imagine, like, you know, when, when, when one goes to build a home, Right. You want to have a solid foundation in that house and then on top of that build, you know, strong walls, you know, on all sides, whether it's brick or wood or whatever, cement or anything that you're using and then build a roof on top of that. You want to just you don't want to just rush to, towards, you know, putting something together and then the, the, the strong wind comes by, and knocks it all down or, you know, or or rain comes and then all of a sudden it leaks into the house. Right. There is something to be said about you know, uh, time and like small steps in, in, in a concerted effort towards something coming together in a much more comprehensive way than just like splash. Like if you're, if you're, if you're not 
like you said, if you're if you're not aware of, of who you are, where you are, in, in a healthy place, so to speak, as yourself, and then you're throwing yourself out there hoping to try to achieve some type of connection with somebody, it's going to be a lot more taking versus giving. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, oh, give me love, fill the voids that I have, fill the emptiness that I have, fill the needs that I have, you know, give me, give me, give me. And then when that doesn't happen, you know, instantly we're frustrated because, oh, we're not getting it fast enough. Right? But but ultimately, it's it's kind of like a, it's kind of like, faulty thinking because it should stem from, wait a second, why am I looking for this person to ultimately bridge my gaps, give me these holes that I have when truly it should be things that I've completed within myself mm-hmm. and that I just want to give. You know, because you can technically love, you can love, you can give whether it's time or, you know, small gestures or whether it's physical, uh, you know, affection or, or words that you, you, you splash over to someone. You can give all those things. You can love someone without necessarily even, quote unquote, being loved back. To love doesn't mean that you actually have to receive something in return, right? Mm-hmm. You, can t- you can technically love another person and start getting it and be fine with it. You don't, it doesn't have to come with, like, the constraint of saying, wait a second, I'm going to love you, but you have to love me back. And then, like you said, but when you, when, you, when you truly are in that space, that you're able to love to love, like you're radiating, you use that, that beautiful word, which is true, you radiate that, it comes from you, and it's, a, it's like this energy that you emit, then others can detect it as well. It's, like, it's, it, it, it's like, a, like a magnet or something, because it comes from you, doesn't require anyone else to kind of contribute to it, you're already in that space where you're already giving that, you're already sending that out into the universe. And so it becomes so easy then, to then ultimately do, you know, you do match with other people and you do, you know, connect with real significance because it's already of you. It's already something that you're evoking. It's already something that you're emitting. And it, it, it and, and then the other person that is a, a part of that is just adding to that versus just, you know, making it possible because of that person. And that's a, that's a big, big thing. And instant gratification can never lead us to that. It can never lead us to a wholehearted connection, I think. Because it's rooted in the very things, uh, like we're just mentioning, of, of that that lack. If you're looking for something instantly, then there's there's something missing that you're trying to fill. In some cases, so mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, beautiful. So, what other mindset that you find that is one of the ones that is not healthy when we go into dating? Yeah, so, uh, well, like, how, how we uh, categorize these are different, but, but I think sometimes, like, multiple, dating multiple people all at once, you know, that, that might not necessarily be a good practice, because then, you know, you're, you're, you're comparing this to the other, and you're like, oh, well, this, this person, you know, is able to accept my date, you know, on Thursday, then I'll cancel with this other person on Thursday, because I like this one more, and blah, 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 blah. It's it's like it's like you're trading baseball cards or something, which is very superficial, which you know ultimately is selfish. So I think selfishness is a big one. You know, sometimes I think um, uh, weakness, and what I mean by that is our own internal weakness. So in other words, you know, uh, thinking those negative thoughts within our own heads about oh this person's this or this person's that, but that stems from our own, you know, individual mm-hmm. decisions inside our heads and our hearts that we can control and, you know, whether it's slow down through meditating or prayer or whatever or exercise or building yourself up through your own, you know, uh, interest or whatever, 
you know, so some, some weakness in regards to some negative, you know, thoughts and behaviors is another one. Um, you know, just sometimes even going way back into like letting uh, what's happened in our in our past, whether it's through family stuff or past relationships, kind of like continue to poison us and play out in the current you know dating world. That's another big one and stuff, which you know it's a whole nother you know conversation, I guess too. But there can be things that we can do to kind of slow down those little you know leaking of of of, of ideas or, or thoughts or sometimes bad habits from the past into our current dating world and then playing out, you know, into the dating world right now. So, um, I mean, there's, there's a lot and a lot of it's, you know, like kind of ego centered, which is unfortunate, but, um, but it's a thing it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get clear with the aspect of dating because, um, from research, uh, we kind of like everybody have their own opinion of what dating is. So not to confuse, uh, the audience, uh, even myself. Um, when we talk about dating, um, I have interviewed a couple of individuals that have shared that it is good to uh, have conversations with people, get to know people. You you know, you go on a date, what that's what we call it. We go on a date and not to get the one, but to have conversations, to get to know other people, to put yourself available, uh, you know, to be yourself and have, you know, interesting conversations out there. And so what I think I heard from your side is it's a lot more of the aspect of uh, commitment, an aspect when it comes to dating, like commit yourself to date one person at a time. But that is like a more, um, that's step two, put it, is we put it into step. Like that's more into once you have, um, once you like the person, you want to continue with that person, you just commit to it. Unless you're a poly person, that's a different story because polyamory, polycentral, in the poly world, you have agreement. You have, really, you have a whole bunch of stuff that you have to go through, be able, in a relationship, to be able to even put yourself out there in a dating world, dating other people, be poly. So, poly talk is totally different, other conversation for another day. Um, but when it comes to, um, those individuals who don't consider themselves poly, that they just uh, decide to have one partner in their relationship, in their life. Um, when you're talking about dating, I just want to clarify, it was more about that commitment to to, to be committed. Once you once you have, have a great communication with one person and you feel that there's this attraction and there's the, this connection and you really feel like the one to spend time with them, you commit yourself to it and and just be committed to it right yeah and like so i think yeah just to make sure that yeah we were clear with everybody so because i think that even even when let's say before even the commitment part becomes a thing right but but there's a there's a there's a mindset and i don't know if you even want to call it like values but an outlook really that you want to go into it right so uh and and you kind of mentioned that to the the listeners and the viewers about you want to make sure you don't you're not with anybody or spend time with somebody that's poisonous or that's bad mm -hmm. and what I, when i think you mean by that and, and i'll jump i'll you know add to that i guess is the fact that look yeah when you're when you're trying to meet a variety of different people or whatever before the commitment stage you know if you notice that anyone is is basically harmful or hurtful to you and we, and you can tell by you know the way that he or she might be approaching you know the dating if it's if it's if it's if it's if it's something that ultimately you know brings brings um 
uh, insecurities in you or fears in you or, 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 or harmful things to you, whether it's physical or emotional or even words that they, they say to you that might be hurtful or whatever, then you know that that's not somebody that you want to spend time with. So, uh, But nonetheless, you can gather something from that particular interaction that I would hope would be positive. Maybe it's, you know, the fact, oh, wow, that, that person you know, needs love in their life or that person, you know, needs you know, or her, she or he needs, you know, uh, a friend or something. And wow, they're missing that. And even the fact that you picked up on that, it's a sign that your awareness is, is growing because you were able to, to detect that and everything. And so let me just add that to that. It's not even what you find that they are missing, but also what are the boundaries? I usually find like, what are the boundaries that you're missing within yourself? That, that to me that's the key ingredient when you have somebody that is toxic that coming to you because we're all going to be attracting um, and I always find like working with individuals in recovering you know emotional sexual trauma it's important that to realize okay uh, I'm attracting these individuals I'm attracting these people that I, like they're very violent they're very toxic okay what within me I am not having strong boundaries about yet where I'm feeling like not powerful enough yet, that I'm keeping attracting because this is the universe telling me, uh, okay, something here that needs to be worked out. And if you're not uh, getting it, we're going to help you to figure it out. <laughs> exactly. That's a great point. That's a great point. That's a, that's a wonderful, uh, you know, help that, you know, there's resources and stuff like that to get. So then beyond, and then beyond that, right? So then if you go into a situation where, okay, this is the one person and stuff like that that I'm going to try to concentrate on and everything, you know, then it's kind of like, I guess, maybe like a another increase in the level of patience and tolerance you want to have. Because then let's, let's say you kind of weaved your way out of, uh, uh, meeting a variety of people, and there's one person that you kind of want to focus on. Well, then here's a here's a here's a, 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 a sh uh, not a big shock to everyone. Here's a, a guaranteed statement that even if that person that you do want to spend time with uh, that you focus on, well, guess what? Like you're gonna have adversity with that person. You're gonna have challenges with that person, and it's not gonna be easy because that's just life. That's the one guarantee that things are gonna always be challenging because independent of that person uh you know doing things right and you doing things right life happens right maybe tomorrow it's a flat tire maybe the you know other days career challenges maybe you know it's illness or maybe you know somebody had a bad day because their supervisor jumped all over them or whatever so things always happen but it's about how do you go through those challenges with empathy and consideration patience and slowing yourself down even more so than possibly in the you know other fields when you're still trying to just date and try to get to know different people but now if you're with someone then you have to say to yourself okay how do i ratchet up my awareness how do i ratchet up my patience how do i continue to sit there and love and serve and and, and trust and, and honor the other person in a way that goes beyond just you know my own my own particular you know wants or needs and stuff like that which continues to you know increase the growth which is always a positive thing yeah so when you were sharing that um it was clicking while you were talking about the aspect of dating uh one individual at a time and it was just coming together and in, in the way that um many times in the dating world we see people that uh, individuals that they start dating so many because they want to fulfill something within themselves that they hadn't fulfilled and they they try to date this one oh i didn't like this one well like I, I, because they still have a coming from a place of lack so what i think i'm hearing from you is like 
um, when you start dating, like come from a place of feeling full, you know, whole. And feeling whole and full is not going to make you be wanting to uh, be looking and chasing and going after or dating people because you feel empty. But if you choose coming from a place of wholeness to date this person and you're still happy about it, dating this person and this person is wonderful and they have great qualities and somebody else uh, it has another quality. It's, it's great, but coming from a place of wholeness, that's the poly wall, though. <laughs> I can, yeah, exactly. And, and that's a totally different dynamic of relationship because even in the poly community, I'm like, you know, exploring and uh, being in so many uh, poly groups and like poly experiences. Um, you know, I come from a place where I come from a place of wholeness, and you know, I have my my uh, primary partner. And who is amazing, incredible, and there's no other, right? <laughs> it's like, right, right. and then you know, I have these, these. Uh, we give ourselves this freedom to to have this energetic exploration. I'm a polysensual, not a polysexual, so uh, we have great boundaries, a great. Um, uh, we have literally our grounding rules and boundaries in a relationship. What's allowed, what's not allowed, to come from a place of wholeness, not from a place of like I'm gonna do this because. These no, so right. there's negotiation. The level of communication and for the, to be in a poly world had to be. It's scary for so many people because the level of of authenticity and vulnerability that you had to be, and the level of addressing your desires and your fears and your frustrations is is very scary for so many. So that's why even in a poly world, not many people are able to make it because the level of communication is totally it's crystal clear or you are or you are not um so when we come into to this conversation it's it's like you were mentioning the aspect of the values like what are the values that that you have in your relationship like where you're coming from where you're coming from a place of wholeness and if you don't have if you don't know yourself and you don't have your values and your standards and the love of communication where you can share everything and not be afraid of being yourself, you know, you can't go out there, even in a poly world, you cannot go out there from a place of lack and trying to have multiple partners because this partner does not fulfill this need and the other one does. That's bullshit. Well, and I, and I think that, you know, you touched on something really important and I think regardless, so, so yeah, in, 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 in how you, how one wants to, define what he or she wants right out of a relationship and they can so you can define relationship as whatever way you want and you can define you know the person that you want to be in a relationship with or the people that you want to be in a relationship with however you want um and then what comes into play like you said and what i kind of mentioned about continuing levels of growth in regards to you know how you're you know extirpation and this and that and the other is rooted in communication right Mm -hmm. so you know, as you get to learn about another person and as they get to learn about you, there are absolutely going to be moments where things don't match up in regards to, you know, how you'd want to go about doing something or more importantly, how you'd want to react about something, right? Or how the other person reacts to you about something. And because that's learning, because Mm -hmm. 
we don't know the other person. Think about it. All the past, of whether it's uh, uh, family life, cultural differences, uh, geographical differences, language differences, food habits, uh, uh, likes, dislikes, uh, uh, you know, hobbies, all those things are things that you're learning about, right, with another person. Now, where, where I think some of this like instant gratification stuff and the selfishness stuff and the self-centered stuff and the ego, you know, and, and quick fixes and, you know, this or that comes into play and, and basically adds to the problem of developing uh, 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 patience and communicating with certain things is that the minute that we have these kinds of situations in which we might get a little frustrated or a little angry or a little upset or, or literally just a miscommunication. Like literally you just don't quite get what the other person meant by something or why they did something or, or what's happening or whatever. It's like, Oh, that's it. I quit. I, I, I leave. Mm-hmm. I, I disregard. It's, they're just not for me or we're not a good fit. Right. Or, you know, or, or we want different things. You hear those things and there's just like a, like just little taglines that constantly come up, but rather you got to. I would hope that people can get to the bottom of actually, if it's somebody you care about, and if it's somebody you love, and you're in a good place, and you got to understand that it's just about learning about the other person. Do the work, right, and actually make the investment in that human being that has. You wouldn't have, you know, gotten to that place of wanting to be more with that person in a, you know, committed relationship or whatever it is that you define it, if it, if not for something. That, that is there underneath. So dig into it by simply asking, like, you know, what did you mean by that? Hey, you know, I, I don't quite understand, you know, why that happened. Can you explain it to me? Like, hey, I want to, you know, learn a little bit about, you know, why you did that. Can you can you help me understand you a little bit better? There's so many things that, but, but do the work. And I think mm-hmm. what happens is that when you do, and on the opposite end of that, on the other side of, of doing that work and communicating and working through it, you deepen the connection with the person, like on a much deeper level than what just some kind of like instant gratification might might lead you to. And ultimately, me personally, that's kind of what I, you know, uh, have as a as a desire in my life, like a, a deeper, more more uh, widespread. Uh, I guess, you know, relate more all encompassing relationship with someone in which I really deepen that, that love through understanding and empathy and communicating. Mm-hmm. But people have to do the work. Like you said, even a, in a poly relationship or whatever, you have to communicate to really understand, Hey, this is where I'm at. This is where you're at with, you know, and stuff. Yeah. And doesn't matter what kind of relationship you have. It can exactly. be, uh, you could be the boss and you have employees. You can be a leader. Yeah. You can be, a uh, teacher, a student, it doesn't matter what kind of communication it is because uh, when we don't communicate properly and we don't take the time and be conscious to make sure that our communication was understood the way that we think that we would desire to be understood, if we give little holes of miscommunication, of you know, we're going to have a miscommunication aspect of it. So, yeah. And- yeah. I mean, think about it. Like you can stare, you, you, we, can, we can have 30 people, you, myself, and 20 or other people inside of a room. Yeah. And we can all be staring at a painting or we can all be staring at a, a math problem on the board. There are going to be 30 different possible mm-hmm. thoughts, you know, lines of thinking, backgrounds that go into staring at that one thing. So imagine 
that that's the case. So imagine in a given situation as we play out through life, you know, all the more reason to sit there and really get to understand somebody, really get to learn somebody. But it all comes from unselfishness, right? It comes yeah. from like, you know, it comes from a place of not just looking at it through my own eyes and through my own heart, but rather I want to see things through your heart. I want to see, I want to understand things through your mind. I want to know more about you, which comes from unselfishness, openness, you know, trust, empathy, love. And the other things I feel like I have learned in, um, and this was the biggest one that it was very present uh, in the dating, in the online dating, you know, coming back into the online dating. You can play it anywhere in your life because this is applicable yeah. everywhere. <laughs> Trust me. But it's most fun in the dating world, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's assumption. Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, of like yeah. assumption. It's like I have the interaction, conversation with the individual, and I'm like, where you made that assumption from? Like, honestly, like, yeah. correct, you know, like, hello, you know, you know, right. I don't know, but I, one of the, you know, things for me in my amazing community, if you're listening um, through video or to the podcast, uh, audio, you know, as, as an individual, um, communication is my biggest thing. You know, that was like, ah, uh, I, is my, it turned me on. When I have great communication, it's like, oh my God, delicious and yummy. My energy, you can't even feel it. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. There's nothing better than that. Better oh. or worse than chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> With strawberry, mmm, yummy, yeah. yummy. <laughs> so, no. so yeah. I have this individual, he texted me online, and he used words that, it makes me, it, I thought that he was Italian or Portuguese because of the, the cutting word. Mm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm re- replying Italian, like, uh, Io non parlo italiano. And he's like, come back. He's like, what do you mean? You don't speak Spanish? I'm like, that's not fucking Spanish. <laughs> I write, I write, speak Spanish. And he, then he made a, a correction of, of my grammar. I'm like, yeah. my fucking phone is not a Spanish setting, so get <laughs> over it. Yeah. I it's... could tell that this person was really driving into toxicity because I was like, hey, like, I am not giving you reason for you to offend me this way. You know, if yeah. I made, you know, it's not my fault I made an assumption that you speak Italian or Portuguese and I respond in another language. Right. Because. Right. You not proper way of communicating in writing. Exactly, and <laughs> and think about it. Like you know, what's what's crazy is that you know, with technology, it's like we stunted communication. Mm-hmm. Right? You just said it. Imagine nowadays, some of these connections, you know, whether through any of the dating apps or on websites, perhaps they begin in email, perhaps they begin in text. Right? Well, what possibly can help us truly know? what context or what mindset or the inflection of the voice or lack thereof, uh, you know, in a text versus real life, right? Yeah. So the mechanisms by which we want to create these organic and fulfilling and wonderful and loving connections begins in such a rudimentary, technologically, like, you know, based way. It's like, it's counterintuitive. 
But then the second thing is, like you said, about assumptions, right? That's literally those moments where we're like filling in those gaps of the lack of communication Mm -hmm. by inserting our own idea or mindsets or prejudices or, you know, intellects or education or whatever into a space that we don't have the information for. Right. So it's like we throw we throw ourselves into that space and jump to something or jump to a conclusion, arrive at a particular point without necessarily even having the map of where that point was supposed to be or how we were supposed to arrive at because the other person was supposed to give us those clues to get there and yet we didn't have them but still arrived at a point. And then we wonder why is there an issue with that? But it's it's all in the communication and the lack thereof, you know? Yes, and especially in the online world, the more, and not even just online dating, but even doing business in the online sure. world, sure. Um, I really invite people to take the time to be fully present when they are doing any kind of response communication. I know that, you know, I also fall into, you know, I am responding an email, text, and I'm like walking, but I'm like fully present. I'm like, make sure, right? Oh, I have my child sometimes. I'm like, please just give me the extra two minutes to be done with it because I cannot be here and I cannot be there. So I, as an entrepreneur mom, single mom, and I have to like navigate my child while sometimes I'm doing work, right? And be like, like, hey, honey. Yeah, it's yeah. like, honey, I'm like, give me two minutes, five minutes, time me, and she literally time me. I'm like, that mom is like, okay, right. I have I have two minutes to answer this right now. Go for yeah. it. And, 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 you know, that's kind of, you know, like give, giving the time, like fully be vested and be able to listen, which kind of, I think, lends itself to what we're to what kind of where we started, which is, you know, it, it, it and, and if you're trying to get to you know, let's say if, if someone's out there and they're trying to find a marriage, you know, or they're trying to get married, right? And they're trying to date to eventually find a partner to get married. Um, or you're out there and maybe you're just trying to get into a committed relationship or, or, or you're trying to add, you know, to the group of people that you hang out with, whatever that may be. But, you know, then, then think enough of the person that you're trying to get to know and arrive at this this goal, right, whether it's marriage or just a committed relationship or just another friend, by 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 valuing them enough to give them your true attention and stuff like that, whether it's through, you know, physical time, you know, whether it's through the conversation over the phone, which probably never happens anymore, right? But anyway, whatever that may be, really listen. So that way you can, you know, yes. possibly stumble, you can possibly uncover something that you've wanted to and stuff. And and uh, and I, so that's why I encourage everybody to try to try to come from a place of, of uh, you know, uh, of giving, of sharing, of, of understanding, of love, of trust, uh, of hard work. Like do the work, you know, do there's something to that. Do the work. Not enough of us want to do the work, I think. Is do the work. Like if you do the writing, do the writing. Like if you're going to if you're going to communicate with somebody, it could be online, through text, through the phone. I personally come from a place that I want to make sure that I'm read myself like three or four times before I even press key, you know, send. And and I have to make sure that I understood, you know, I understood what I said and make sure that, hey, um, I'm not leaving any kind of like gaps over here. And really, it takes time. You have to do the work. You cannot just be like, we're not living, we cannot afford 
And this goes in all type of relationship. It doesn't matter if you just start dating, online dating, exploring the world, or you're in a very deep committed relationship, or you can be even in relationship with your employees, with mm-hmm. your uh, you know business world. We cannot afford to give ourselves excuses to not communicate properly. We yeah. just cannot. Yeah. That's not an excuse that I welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I completely high five. Like I com- I completely agree. I completely agree. And you know, and when you do the work, that's why like when I did this book and I and I learned my lesson and actually like I said, it's not necessarily a happy ending, but the great thing that I walk away with is that and that's why I say you can never go wrong by going all out for love. Yeah. In other words, if you did the work and you do your effort and you do what's right, you come from a good place, not that you need you know, you know, uh, gaps filled, whatever. But you literally are just radiating the goodness that you have, and you're just a wonderful person. And ultimately, if at the end of the day, that particular relationship or connection or or whatever it is that you're seeking doesn't necessarily work out, but you can wa- you can sleep good at night, rest your head, and feel great because you you did your best. You tried, you know, your hardest, and you followed ultimately what you felt came from your heart. Which, you know, if, if, if you're in a good spot and everything, will never come from a bad place. And it'll feel good because at the end of the day, you can say, oh, you know what? But I tried. And then you just – and you feel good about it. And you gave what you had to give and whatever happens is totally fine. It's as the universe, you know, decrees it. And so, so you don't have regrets and you don't say, oh, but I could have done that. Oh, I should have done that. Oh, I should have listened more. You know, if somebody disappoints you, then pick up the phone and, like, say, you know, sorry, hey – how can I learn, you know, better about what you meant by that? You know, mm-hmm. if, if if someone's, you know, mad or whatever, be patient when they're mad. If someone uh, uh, has an upsetting day, you know, then help listen to, to what it is that upset them and get it out of them. Like mm-hmm. literally exercise that from them by listening and, and be such a good person and such a wonderful place that you just you just radiate it and you just you just naturally just giving and, and sharing and, and being trustworthy and being helpful and everything and and your life is just in such a good place that you don't need anybody to literally, you know, uh, fill something for you. You are that. You're full. Mm-hmm. You're full. And then you're, you're just full. Getting, yeah. And before we wrap it up, I want to share because I want to just share that part when you're talking about the aspect of communication, give them a call, something is happening. You know, it, it's happened at all levels. Even if you have been doing this work for so long, you know, and be conscious and be really pay attention to everything you say and how you communicate. Sometimes you also have those moments that, you know, I don't know what happened. <laughs> so, right. And, and, and you have to give yourself permission to say, okay, I personally give myself, I cannot go more than an hour if I can, like, came to realize that I communicated in a way that it was not appropriate. And I had to, I have to correct it right away. I had to address it right away. And, you know, very quick, short story, I had, you know, I, I, I had a communication, we were talking with one of my friends, and and we were sharing, and he was sharing things about his girlfriend relationship and all that stuff, and I'm like, oh, you know, giving feedback and things, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, I felt that the energy changed because I said something, but it was coming from, you know, a conversation that we were having, but, but I was in my thread, in my own train of thought, and he was already in another train of thought. <laughs> so I was like, right. so when his train and my train came together, they crashed and they collapsed, and I can feel the energy was like, boom. Right. And he retrieved, right? And he just didn't want to 
oppressor because he comes from a point of view that he said like, well, if that hurts me, I don't want to address it because I don't want to give energy to it. And that's what he, you know, after, later after we communicated, he explained that because he's like, well, I don't want to address it at the moment. I don't want to give energy to it because I don't want it to happen. Anyway, and I'm rolling myself because it did happen. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. when I was driving home, literally like 15 minutes, like I felt uh, so uncomfortable. I'm the kind of person that's so somatic. I'm so mm -hmm. into my body that mm -hmm. it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. So I'm like, something's wrong about this. Like what happened? And I thought putting all my thoughts together and his train and my train, I'm like, oh, he thought that I was predicting this and I was like oh my gosh this is a no no this is a new relationship I cannot predict that shit yet <laughs> like, right. like, I cannot predict a breakup and like <laughs> when he's right. excited about sharing his relationship and I'm like right. I'm like no 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 I never meant that maybe <laughs> maybe the train and the train and the subconscious and level did it happen though? Eventually? It did happen though, but you, but I wow. didn't. But I don't or know if I predicted it or not. But it like it came together in the conversation, and he really got upset. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this this is not." So I had to address it, and I said to him clearly, "I said, I love you with all my heart, and I would never wish anything to you like this ever. Even if I predicted, I keep myself quiet." <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I would never do this because this is not my train to run. This is your train. But I'm just curious because talking because it relates. Did, does he did he have those thoughts in his own heart and mind? We were having a conversation and I don't know. I can't have a sense that I was in my train because we're in a poly wall. So there were some rules of boundaries that they were imposed in that part of the relationship. And over here, I was like, well, this just doesn't feel right to me. But I'm like, whatever. I'm like talking about this. So yeah. it, was a, it, it was like a very interesting conversation. But the point is, it was like, I'm, I'm clear with him and said, I love you with all my heart. And you are a great friend to me. I would never wish anything to the like this to you ever I would never even speak it even if I think it <laughs> you know like oh, even if I think it I would not give myself permission to think it I would be yeah. like no right. um and I said if you ever find yourself in the situation that you have to that you, something is not communicated right I give you the permission to call me on my bullshit See something that I said, it hurts you feeling your emotion, you believe or anything, or you felt that energy. I cannot personally give myself permission to be in a relationship with anyone, even in a friendship where I can feel separated from you, even when I'm driving home. Right. I cannot. You know, right. I have you connected to me. We are connected. I love you. I adore you. But if I can feel that drift, it's just painful. It's like, hmm, it, it's not a friendship anymore. Sure, uh, sure. That's how relationships start breaking up. And right. I have to be like honest and be like, you have full radical permission to call my bullshit. Like say, Lucia, I fucking don't give you permission to say that shit. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. I will like, okay, yeah, I don't have permission to say whatever I said, right? <laughs> because even if, when it happens is that when you give permission to other to say like, yeah, call me on my bullshit or something you don't like, just say it. Because it opens up the, you know, the door to actually dive deeper in the conversation. I'm like, what actually happened here? What was the miscommunication? But I tell you, many people don't want to go there because they don't want to have confrontations. Well, and that's the thing. It's exactly. And like, 
it it comes from an assumption perhaps mm -hmm. that it would lead to a confrontation. Yes. But rather it's just you see it's it see we I think we're equipped in our bodies or in our in our in our I think our bodies and our emotions ultimately give us little hints mm -hmm. for opportunities of growth and development or deepening of relationships or whatever. And so, so but, but but sometimes we mistake a signal for something when it's something else. Mm -hmm. So like for him, for example, maybe, or and in just this example, you brought it up, maybe, he, like you said, maybe he thinks it's a signal when he feels that, ooh, that like something that he can't quite put his finger on. He's like, oh, if I, de if I dive deeper, it leads to conflict. But rather, if he dives deeper, conflict might not be the road that it actually mm -hmm. leads to. It's actually a deepening of the relationship that it will lead to. Which deepening of the relationship, yeah, maybe there, I don't know what he would be sharing or whatever, but maybe there's tears or maybe there's pain or maybe there's something that would come up as a part of the deepening. But once he gets past that, it's, it's, I mean, sorry, there's, maybe there's pain and the, and the stuff that comes up as a result of the conversation that would have ensued. But beyond that, there's the growth in his relationship with you as a friend mm -hmm. that's, that, that would result from it and stuff. Yeah, and, and that's, so, that's yeah. what we had because once I was driving home, I was like, I grabbed the phone right away. This doesn't feel right. Do you have a moment to talk? He made the time for that. We addressed it 30 minutes in the conversation. I was explain it. He explained it. We talk. It was good. Okay, great. Exactly, <laughs> so, right? Good. And, and it's just and think about it, like communicating mm -hmm. and also, you know, deepening of, of relationships or learning and, and really learning. See, we, we think of like learning as just in terms of the classroom or, or a type of skill or whatever. But I'm talking about life learning, like literally deepening learning of interpersonal relationships is so much bigger mm -hmm. and more compl complex. It's not something we practice growing up, you know, and it's not something that we're really taught correctly because we learn from those that raise us and that, that doesn't necessarily translate into a terrific example sometimes or whatever. So, you know, in, in, in that in that learning and stuff, uh, which is, you know, really, really vast, you're able to really, you know, dig in and, 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 and grow relationships a lot more by getting in there and, and, and really kind of exploring with the other person, whether it's a friend or a, a supervisor at work or a family member or a loved one or a partner or whatever that is or whatever for you and stuff. Um, so, but that's awesome. It sounds like you guys did that. Yes. And, and so to wrap it up quick, it's, um, it's, it's amazing. It's, um, the conversation has been amazing. I definitely feel like the aspect of communication when it comes to online dating, it has to be uh, something that we can look for um, within ourselves because I feel like the as a relationship coach is about not much, you know, my focus is not too much about like, oh, I'm going to create great relationship with everybody outside of them. But actually my, my core work is how are you going to create a great relationship with yourself and from yourself with all aspects of you, all your archetypes, all your egos, all your shadows, all your energies, all you. So when you have those pressing moments where something's painful, ooh, you go deeper. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. There's something beyond. And you so like, yeah, yeah, you like doing the work, you see? You I see? love yeah. I love it, man. I love it. But anyway, yeah. it has been an incredible conversation. I know we cover so many great, uh, amazing incredible tools for our audience to have great insight aha moment and practical uh, things that they can bring into their life and be like hmm 
Let me think about this. So, yeah. how our community can find you, Arturo? Where Thank you, you so much. So, if you know, if anybody you know wants to track me down, they can find me on Twitter at Boludo18. That's B O L U D O one eight USA. So that's Boludo18 USA on Twitter. Uh, on Instagram, I'm Boludo18, and then uh, my email address is of course A E S J R Writer at gmail.com, and then. Go check out my book if you can and stuff to kind of get a non-traditional love story, but that nonetheless has a lot of positives for anyone to basically walk away with. And I, I thank you so very much, Lucia, for having me on here. You're welcome. So the book and name, show it to an audience who are watching, and the ones that are listening in the audio is All Out for Love. That's the name of yeah, the book. All Out for Love, and it's available on Amazon, or they can contact me, and I'd be happy to send them you know, signed copies if they'd like to purchase or, or get one from me. And uh, they can get it on Amazon and Kindle and uh, or have it print on demand directly to them. Awesome. Thank you. appreciate your show. Thank you, everyone. And have a wonderful day today. All right. Pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's show. And if you have enjoyed it, please subscribe, share with your friends, and leave us an outstanding review. Until next time.